Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the most part, once a successful game mechanic takes off, it gets copied by the competition far more than being meaningfully iterated on. That said, what about enjoyable gameplay features that should have been fleshed out only to get left behind? I'm Jess from WhatCulture.com and this is the 8 awesome video game mechanics the industry abandoned. Number 8. The Nemesis System – Middle-Earth Shadow of War Middle-Earth Shadow of War was a largely disappointing game, save for its awesome expansion on Shadow of Mordor's Nemesis system. When Shadow of War was first coming out, the Nemesis system was so lauded for its ingenuity that there was a fear it would become the new cover-based shooting of game, being force-fed into every upcoming product for the next decade. But in the end, not a single major release has even attempted to recreate the system. Now, technically, Warner Brothers owned the trademark to the name Nemesis system, alongside a few facets of how it functions. But you can't copyright the idea entirely. There's no reason not to make something similar, even if it's only parts of the system. Can you imagine Borderlands with some strong bandits as your rivals, with your after-death revival being the new you feature? Maybe GTA with whatever copper opposing gangster you wasted getting a promotion, meaning their AI is more effective next time. Or what about Assassin's Creed, but your targets are dynamically created in-world instead of being scripted enemies, and a glitch in the animus causes them to grow stronger upon your defeat? So many untapped possibilities. Number 7. Conditional Turn-Based Battle System – Final Fantasy X One of the things that Final Fantasy X received a lot of praise for when it came out was the revamped combat system. It was very similar to earlier games in the franchise, which used an ATB system, or Active Time Battle, in which time continued to run while you were making your decisions and the characters were performing their actions. This was a change from what older games used, which was simply a turn-by-turn -turn mechanic. The switch from simple turns to ATB allowed more mechanics to come into play, like boosting a character's speed so they could act more often. However, FF10's new CTB, or conditional turn-based, battle system brought a whole new modicum of strategy and accessibility to the system. No longer was the battle down to sheer mashing of the regular attack option as soon as it popped up. Players had a window showing the order each character in the battle would act in, and how performing various actions would change the turn order. Use an item, your next turn appears sooner. Unleash your ultimate attack with a long charge up, you can see how many times the enemy could potentially attack you in that time. And then nobody else used it. Final Fantasy didn't even use it again, switching back to the older ATB style. Number 6. Counter-Operative Mode – Perfect Dark the Perfect Dark series had some ups and downs. The original game, built with the GoldenEye engine, was well regarded. 
One feature that puts the original game above similar GoldenEye clones of the era, though, was counter-operative mode. In this mode, one player played through the entire single-player campaign as the main character, Joanna. The other player played in an asymmetrical fashion by taking control of one of the low-level goon enemies in the stage. Player 1 had all the sweet moves, good equipment and special tricks, but player 2 could respawn as another goon elsewhere on the level if they were killed. This feature could easily have come back across the last few years, with asymmetric gameplay getting more innovative than ever. Titles like Friday the 13th, Left 4 Dead and Evolve showcase different experiences for competitive play, and this simply feels too good to not bring back. Imagine playing Uncharted, but while one player is Nathan Drake, the other one's playing unnamed goons he has to gun down between set pieces. Or playing a stealth game like Tenshu, where one player is an elite ninja infiltrating a castle and the other can control one roaming guard at a time. Maybe with the next Perfect Dark, we'll finally see this mechanic return. Number 5. Motion Scan Interrogations LA Noir. Anybody remember how LA Noir's interrogation feature was going to revolutionize the gaming stratosphere? Rockstar and Team Bondi hired hundreds of actors and did facial mocap as they read their dialogue and acted out their scenes using dozens of motion cameras, utilizing a technology called Motion Scan. The interrogation feature's greatness was diminished by last-minute changes to the system's gameplay, such as changing the terminology of the player's possible actions and the limitations of the technology at the time, but it had such potential to totally change dialogue interactions in a positive way. Undoubtedly, one of the reasons we don't see this feature used anymore is how expensive it was to pull off. But imagine a smaller scale game with that amount of effort put in, or having the feature tagged onto a game that didn't feel so dead around it. Imagine a game where you play as a private detective investigating and solving crimes with this kind of feature with modern techniques and PS5 or Xbox Series X graphics. Or just imagine an L.A. Noir sequel with a new story and the interrogation feature working as originally intended. Number 4. Making You Care About Enemies Alpha Protocol Alpha Protocol was a great game. On paper. Sure, it's got its share of bugs and was poorly executed, but the spirit was there. One very interesting thing the game did, and really did nothing with, was that when you went lethal, it caused a stat in your mission end totals to rise. What stat? Orphans created. That's right, at the end of every mission, you got a count of how many children you just orphaned. The numbers seem to be somewhat random based on the person. You can kill an American CIA agent and create two orphans, or a random Afghani mercenary and create 13. Yeah, it feels like there's definitely racism involved in those numbers, but thankfully it doesn't go further than the numerics. More recently, Sniper Elite 4 has had some info tags on your enemies. One of the first soldiers you come across is labeled Husband to Caroline, Father of Two Children. And you can find touching letters to home on dead bodies. How interesting would that stat be in Call of Duty, Battlefield, Tenchu, or Uncharted? The last of which is famous for its ludonarrative dissonance debate. You're not just shooting nameless cogs in a death machine, but killing people in a greater, more immersive world. Number 3. Using headphones with arcade cabinets – Beat Mania This may seem like a weird option to include, but there was a time when arcades were the place to experience fun new gaming tech. Beat Mania, then, is a rhythm game like Dance Dance Revolution, Guitar Hero, and Rock Band. But in Beat Mania, you're more scratching records like a DJ than playing plastic guitars. For Beat Mania 2 and 3's arcade cabinets, they actually let you take a pair of headphones along and plug into play. This was fantastic for rhythm games in an arcade, where music or sound cues are so important for actually playing the game. Yet the practice is barely used across arcades today. Being able to sync up wirelessly in the modern era would be even cooler. Just have a Wi-Fi or QR code for the cabinet so players could connect their headphones and you're away. 
Just have a Wi-Fi or QR code for the cabinet so players can connect their headphones and you're away. Number two, first-person sports games, ESPN NFL 2K5. Now here's something neat visual concepts did with ESPN NFL 2K5, first-person view mode. Here you play with a helmet visible in the HUD at all times, Metroid Prime style, immediately putting you right in the action. Now some sports games include features that allow you to play in first person as a gimmick, but they're usually locked behind menus or they're cumbersome to unlock and use. But what if more sports games adopted a first person view from the get-go, or designed a sports game around being in first person? Seriously, try and think of a first-person sports game. They simply don't exist. Imagine an American football game where you play in first-person as the quarterback, throw the ball, hit the pass button, and you switch to the receiver's view, having to target your own hike to catch the ball. It could certainly break up the monotony that some sports games fall into. And with VR becoming more readily accessible, why not steer headfirst, literally, into first-person sports? Number one, repercussions for looting, Chrono Trigger and Fable. One of the mainstay tropes of many games, RPGs in particular, is the fact that you must scrounge up every single coin, gill, potion, piece of clothing, or whatever else you can find. Most of the time, this idea of hoarding everything is just par for the course, seeing you mash a button as you rub up against the environment, hoping for the best. 25 years ago though, Chrono Trigger did a few revolutionary things for RPGs, and one of them was show a certain trial scene that plays after the party returns from the past. Their main character Chrono gets arrested for kidnapping one of the other characters, and during the trial, flashbacks occur showing the player doing various things, like being impatient, picking up a shiny gem before helping a fallen lady, and of course, stealing some poor man's lunch. Now, Fable 2 to its credit actually made you grow horns if you stole too much, but for the majority of titles, you can loot to your heart's content, with zero repercussions unless you're directly caught. Even then, as recent as Cyberpunk 2077, you were free to loot every piece of furniture in sight without anyone saying a thing. Imagine if each cabinet, chest, and pocket you raided determined the ending you got, or at least future story beats and ally options. What started as a window into monitoring our behavior in more grand RPGs has mostly gone by the wayside. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.